We're glad you're listening to Rama for Today. Peter walked out of that ship and he walked on that water because Jesus said, Come. You can't walk on the water. You can't command suns to stand still. You can't stop the mouths of lions. Or you can't quench the fiery violence of fire by half-hearted commanding and half-hearted belief. It takes abandonment, utter abandonment to the, to the things of the world and the natural things and utter abandonment to believing in the Word of God. It takes taking the Word of God and placing it out over the aching void of nothingness and then taking a step and standing there by faith. That's what it takes to really command things to happen and that's the kind of faith and the kind of action that will get the job done for you and for me and anybody else that dares to believe God. Welcome to Rhema for Today. Kenneth Hagin wraps up his teaching on our rights in Christ. Also, later in today's program, I'll tell you about this month's special radio offer. Today is the last day. Right now, let's join Kenneth Hagin for today's message. Standing on the promises, I shall prevail because the Word of God says that it belongs to me and you can't take it away from me, Mr. Devil. Move over. Hallelujah to Jesus. Hallelujah to Jesus. I want you to notice that when Jesus said to Peter, step out of the boat and begin to walk to him, it was a command. Peter didn't pray about it. He just said, Jesus, if that be you, let me come to you. And Jesus said, come. That's a command, isn't it? Come, that's a command. It's not a prayer. That's not a request. That is a command. Come, come, go. That's commands. Go ye into all the world. That's a command. Brother, that's not a request. That's a command. How many of you ever been in the army or the armed services? When somebody gives a command, it's not a request, is it? What do you do when they command something? You move. You better believe you move. Or you wished you had one of the two. I want to tell you what. Some, some of the commands that God has given in His Word, we as His children are failed to, we fail to move at them. We look, well, I don't know about that now. I want to ask you a question. How many of you are parents? That's what I thought, large majority of you. What do you do when you tell one of your children, or what did you do when you told one of your children to do something? Like, Craig, that's my boy, take out the trash. And when Craig don't take out the trash, I do something about it. Because that's my responsibility as a father. How many of you command your children or tell them to do something? It's in a command form. It's the same thing, not quite, but... You tell your children to do something and they don't do it and you say, well, that's all right, son. That's all right, daughter. I'll do it. And you go do it. Huh? How many of you do it that way? That's what I thought. None of you. Because if you did, you teach them to not respect authority, not respect you or anything else. And before you know it, you'll really have a problem on your hands. The Word of God teaches this. I'm not teaching. Now, what do you think God thinks about us? He's our Heavenly Father, and He says, Go, and He says, Command, and He says, I want, you to, I want you to get a hold of this now. I want you to turn. I want you to turn. 
in the Word of God. To Mark 16. Mark chapter 16, verse 18. I want you to read it. The last clause is what I'm really wanting to get a hold of today. Mark 16, verse 18, the last clause. They shall lay hands on the sick and they shall recover. Now, first of all, he said unto them, Go ye into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. Oh, yeah, I, I, I want to go over Africa and teach and preach, Brother Hagin. Yeah, I, I, I help support all the missionaries. But I ain't ever testified to my neighbor next door. Go into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. Now, I want to show you something. You go back over there in Acts 1 and 8, and it says in Acts 1 and 8, you shall receive power after the Holy Ghost has come upon you, and you shall be witnesses unto me in Jerusalem. That's their hometown. That's where they're at. When they got the Holy Ghost, is in Jerusalem. That's their hometown. He said, Jesus said, that you're going to be a witness in the hometown first and then in all Judea and in Samaria. Now, if you want to read it, now, Samaria was a country they hated. Now, let's read it like this. Get a hold of it. The Holy Ghost shall come upon you and you shall be witnesses both in Orange County and in California and in the state of Texas or Oklahoma, and then to the uttermost parts of the, of the world. I want you to notice that Jesus said you're going to start at home, then you're going to go to the, to the surrounding countryside, then you're going to go to the place you hate the most, and then you're going to go to the uttermost parts of the world. Now the place you hate the most may be, may be your next door neighbor, all right? But he said, go. That's a command. He said, heal the sick. That's a command. I want to tell you, Peter walked out of that ship and he walked on that water because Jesus said, come. You can't walk on the water. You can't command sons to stand still. You can't stop the mouths of lions. Or you can't quench the fiery violence of fire by half-hearted commanding and half-hearted belief. It takes abandonment, utter abandonment to the, to the things of the world and the natural things and utter abandonment to believing in the Word of God. It takes taking the Word of God and placing it out over the aching void of nothingness and then taking a step and standing there by faith. That's what it takes to really command things to happen and that's the kind of faith and the kind of action that will get the job done for you and for me and anybody else that dares to believe God. I want you to notice that devils can't be coached out. Now come on. I want you to come out, Mr. Devil. No. And they can't be enticed to leave. They can't be entreated to leave. They must be cast out. Paul turned to that girl and he stuck his finger under her nose and he said, Devil... Come out of her in the name of Jesus. He wasn't talking to the girl. He's talking to the devil that was inhabiting her.
There ain't very, very few people that are fully devil-possessed in the day and age that you and I live in. Very few of them are. Go study the Word of God and you find out what a devil-possessed person was really like. And then you'll find out that there are very few people like that. The ones that are, most of them are in, the, in a silence somewhere. Did you know that? Study the Word of God. Now you can be oppressed by the devil. You can be attacked by the devil. Most of them that are fully possessed, that's where people get it mixed up. They're using the wrong word. They don't really mean possessed. See, the way we mean possessed, they don't really mean it that way. They mean it in some other way. You study it and you'll find out. If you do their study, do study and you'll find out what they're talking about. Now I want you to notice that devils are commanded to leave. Sickness is commanded to leave in the name of Jesus Christ. Who can do it? The apostles, the prophets, the evangelists, the pastors, the teachers. Is that who has the power to command healing? That's right, no. They have it all right. But every born-again, spirit-filled believer has the authority and has the power to command in the name of Jesus Christ. From the, the Word of God says, From the days of John the Baptist unto now, the kingdom of heaven suffereth violence, and the violence take it by force. The violence take it by force. Do you mean we roll up our sleeves and get in a fight? No. We fight the fight of faith with our mouth. That's the way we take it by violence. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, I command. And then quote your word. Quote your word. See, it says that the word is your sword. The word, doesn't it say it in the word of God? Doesn't it talk about it being the sword of the Spirit? Doesn't it talk about it being the sword of the Spirit? Well, you don't take it in your hand and go out here and cut up the devil. I don't see nothing sharp about that at all. But I want to tell you something. When you got this word down on the inside of you, and you began, and you began to speak the rhema. See, that's what rhema means. Rhema means the spoken word. The spoken word. When you begin to speak the word with the tongue, then it becomes like a razor or a two-edged sword, and it goes out there and it chops the devil to bits and to pieces because you are wheeling the sword of the Spirit in the only way that we can wield the sword of the Spirit and that's with the tongue and that's by commanding in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ according to the word, be it done unto me and all those that live in this household. You can say that and have authority to do so. Father, we thank you for the word of God today. I thank you for the anointing power. I thank you that we can command and begin to see things happen in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Hallelujah to Jesus. Now the first thing that I want to do this afternoon is this. This is what the Spirit said to do. I want you that have gotten a hold of what I've been talking about today and are ready to command some things to start happening instead of just playing around with them. I want you to stand on your feet right now. You ready to command. Don't stand, this is, don't stand unless you mean it. This is an invitation. And I'm very, very...
touchy about invitations. I don't want anybody doing anything because everybody else is doing it. Do it, do it because you feel it according to the Word of God. Welcome to Rama for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagan. You can find more great materials by Kenneth E. Hagan, Pastor Hagan, and the rest of the Hagan family by visiting our online bookstore. Right now, I'd like to tell you about this month's special radio offer, the classic six-CD series by Kenneth E. Hagan entitled Spirit, Soul, and Body, and the mini-book from Kenneth E. Hagan entitled The Coming Restoration. These two resources are for the special price of $29. That's $14.95 off the retail price. Call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. Again, call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. You can also order online at rhema.org. That's R-H-E-M-A dot O-R-G. Rhema.org. Or if you prefer to write to Kenneth Hagen Ministries, our address is P.O. Box 50126, Tulsa, Oklahoma, 74150. We always love to hear from our listeners, so write in or email us today and become a part of Rama for Today. Right now, let's join Kenneth and Lynette Hagen. I want to thank all of you for helping us through this past year because you partnered with us. We have been, I don't know where all we've been in the world, how many crusades <laughs> we've had. I don't know how many people have been saved and healed yes. and filled with the Holy Spirit because of our Word Partner Club members. And you say, well, what is a Word Partner? Well, that's somebody that prays for us regularly. Yes, yes. And then they send in an offering at least once a month, whatever you can afford to send to help support Rama worldwide. What we do, this is we're a worldwide organization. Some people say, well, I don't have very much. Well, if everybody does what they That's can right. with what they have yes. and sends it in each month, it helps us. Monday, Kenneth E. Hagan will start a new and powerful series. That's next week on Rama for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagan. Have a great weekend.